recording. <laughs> Hello and welcome to What's Grug Talking About? What spelt W A T T, and obviously I'm Grug, and that's what. Say hello, what? Hi <laughs> uh, so, would you like to tell them why we're making this? And uh... well, basically, we we obviously can't say names because um, you know we don't we really don't want to offend other other podcast um, <laughs> create creators. Bit of a rivalry on just now, so I think um, <laughs> we wanted to show everyone who the top dog is. That's exactly it, Marcus. I think uh, the I feel like our version will be uncut as well. I think we'll be able to allow to swear on like on his podcast. I think we'll be able to yeah, tell I the think, funny um, drunken stories. I think you, you haven't told the viewers. Obviously, we've just uh, launched the podcast today, um, but there's a big lineup, big lineup of you as you kind of you uh, could go through, Gregor. Maybe you can leave it to the viewers later on. Uh, Zach Lowe, the journalist. So just talk about some of the best moments from that, and we'll talk about uh, he who shall not be named as well. But uh, we'll talk about some of his moments. I would say the, the best the best moments me personally um, was probably the the boat the boat we rented. Yeah, that was really fun. That I mean, just I think I say the highlight was when there was a there was another boat when we were actually, we were actually um, just on our speedboat, and there was another boat um, in the waters. And it had a lot of, um, I probably had about over a hundred people on the on the deck, and we were just we just went zooming past every single one and blowing music. <laughs> yeah, the tunes we were playing were quite uh, unique as well, to be fair. So I think uh, uh, I remember playing the heart song in the middle of the fucking sea, the ocean. What is it? I don't know, but it's the sea or the ocean, whatever it was, one it was. The ocean, yeah, the ocean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got no idea if it's a sea or an ocean in Greece, but um, <laughs> but yeah, the fact that. Uh, yeah, that boat as well. It's such good value as well. I think like three or four hours was only like 50 euros each for a private boat. Yeah. And obviously the, the shall not, not be named. Um, oh, that was hilarious. Didn't, didn't make too much of a... Um, good effort. Didn't, didn't really stay too long on the boat. I think uh, instead of him saying he was seasick, he... Uh, did he not just say he had too much alcohol when he didn't have one drink or something? Or uh, no, I think he was just hung over. And then I remember one of the great quotes from him. You're in the middle of the sea or ocean, whatever it was again, I'm still not sure. But um, <laughs> so the, we're in a boat in the middle of the sea. I'll say sea, I don't know if it's the ocean, but I'll say sea. Person who shall not be named was like, why is the boat rocking like that? Is that you? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he says to me... Uh, the boat, it keeps going up and down, like, it's waving, effectively. And I said, right, repeat what you just said. He said, it's waving. And I was like, because we're on a boat that weighs next to nothing, on waves, you fucking idiot. Well, <laughs> so, as I said, Greg, you learn, you learn something new every day. I mean, some people just don't have very good common sense. <laughs> yeah, I do find it very funny, the fact that he, uh, I think he said the word wave in the sentence, and yet he never knew how a boat was waving in the ocean i think the other thing i'll say is that that shall not be be named um (laughs) what i found very interesting was the water park and should not be named um basically we we climbed up the stairs um towards the slide and we got to the very top and uh, that shall not be named said to me um do we have to go down that slide (laughs) and we said uh, i might just go back down the staircase i said well why would you walk upstairs not to go down a slide (laughs) <laughs> yeah bear in mind that it's a slide and it's mid-august so like the peak of the summer there's probably about a queue of a hundred people trying to get on and he's saying can i go back down the stairs which are single file 
So for him to go down the <laughs> stairs, a hundred people would have to go down the stairs, then climb back up. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was pretty. And safe I think to I say. think he didn't understand that there's there's one way up and one way down. Yeah, effectively. Yeah, I don't actually think the like lifeguard would let him go down the stairs. We had a, then, I was going to say, say to the viewers as well. I mean, me, um, me, Greg, who's oh, Greg's obviously on our podcast just now, and the shall shall not be named. Um, <laughs> we, we, we had a we had a budget of. Um, I think should we, we had a budget wait, of fifty, uh, 50 Wait, Wednesday. Uh-huh. Should we or should we change his name and just call him like Dave instead of he who should not be named? Because <laughs> saying uh, he who yeah. shall not be named sounds like we're talking about fucking Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll just say Dave because that's probably the easiest way of saying it. Um, yeah, so basically, we we kind of each night, me and um, Greg and Dave went out. Um, we, we we kind of took about fifty euros with us just for kind of um, food and stuff. And I think the whole meal every single night cost fifty euros between three of us. I mean, it was yeah. ridiculously cheap. Um, yeah. For a night out as well, we, we went to. The highlight was Sin City, where we got about six drinks for five euros. It was just so cheap. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Like, it was just kind of was two shots and two um, bombs two as well. the and bombs as well for five euros. Um, so the thing is, somewhere like Zante, um, some people say, "Well, oh Greece, I'm not sure if I want to go there holiday and stuff like that." But I, from my experience, I would really highly recommend it. And I've said it, Greg. Greg, um, for the viewers that don't know, Greg's actually been to Zante a few times, so he's a He's a um, local. He really knows his information as well. He really knows his information where to go. So he was a great tour guide of our Zanti Hall. One, just going all the way back to the very start. Like I remember when we were going there, like on the plane. Uh, so this is a little life hack for anyone who doesn't know. Is like from the pound shops and the kind of thing. You can get empty shampoo bottles which are 100 mils, and they're meant to be so you can fill up shampoo and take it on the plane. But what you can also do is fill them up with vodka. So me, Marcus, and Dave added a... We took, I think it was four, was it each, Marcus? Yeah, so we took we took four each, uh, which... Um, the 400 mil. Yeah, so we had, we, had four, we had four bottles. And then you just fill them um, with vodka. Yeah, and what we did was just fill them with vodka. Um, and what was really good was there was actually, before we got on the flight, um, there was a WH Smith just um, just before our gate. So we thought, well, what we'll do is we'll just buy some bottles of 7-Up um, and um, Coke as well. And, um, and yeah, it's some. quite easy just to put the, vo- the vodka inside the Coke and then you've got a vodka Coke. And- One thing, uh, but yeah, going back to the flight and the little shampoo bottles. So when we were on our way there, so we had, let's say, nine between us, between us all. So it was three each. So 300 ml of vodka each. And then we obviously went to the shop and got the mixer. So on the plane, I had my three, so we were all sitting separately from each other, which was annoying. But uh, obviously, since we're all going to a party island, everyone just, you start talking to the people next to you and then you have a laugh with them. So me and the people next to me were drinking quite heavily. So I think after an hour, I had all three of mine and they were like, wow, this is impressive. Like, So I said to Dave first, I was like, do you still have your vodkas? And he was like, and I said, are you going to drink them? And he said, nah, I'm not. So I was like, can I just have them then, please? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. So then, so that's three I had, so 300 ml of vodka. Then about an hour and a half later, I think I had his three. So I decide, now that I've ran out, I'm like, I don't want to ask Marcus for his as well. So I decide to order Prosecco <laughs> on the plane. 
I think it was like 20 euros for two tiny bottles. And then I tasted it. I was like, this is absolutely disgusting. So I just said to Marcus, I was like, I need to swap you. So give me like, have you got any vodka left? And he's like, I've got two. And I was like, you have, you have these two Proseccos and I'll have the yeah. <laughs> to uh, vodka so i think by the end of the flight i had like 800 mil of vodka and you had two yeah and i remember I, I don't think i don't think you had a very good remembrance Greg, of our taxi journey to the oh, um, I no idea <laughs> yeah we had a taxi journey to the um yeah i don't think you would have remembered the taxi journey to the hotel um <laughs> i would yeah, remember it was, uh, it finding our, it well, I think what we should do, Greg, is we should just go through day by day. So, yeah, that's a great idea. But the first, let's just go into the first night. Um, yeah, that one so, was probably the most wild. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest, or definitely I don't for you. A lot of it, but the first, yeah, I, I, for ladies and gentlemen listening, I unfortunately apparently passed out at twelve o'clock. Um, <laughs> Which, bear in mind, in Zanti, twelve o'clock is normally when you start to go out. Yeah, and as I said for the viewers. Um, yeah, you're talking in Zanti, you come home about 6pm. 6pm? AM, sorry, AM, sorry. <laughs> Christ! You're drinking... <laughs> if you went out at 12, you'd be drinking for fucking 16 hours. And I remember I remember we used to get up in the morning after the night out, and we were absolutely hanging. Um, and then it was 10 o'clock in the morning, and you were like, wait, let's go on it. <laughs> yeah, that's so, what the point of a holiday is, isn't it? It's the, so the considering phases of the dog. Go through it in more detail because I think there's a brilliant story about Dave on night one. Well, and, I have uh, to say, I think uh, you're probably best going over it because obviously, yeah, I, at 12 o'clock, I was, uh, <laughs> I was away, right? So, uh, we were obviously having like before we went out, so let's say about eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night, we'd start to get ready and have a few drinks in the hotel just so we don't yeah. spend as much money when we're actually out, even though it's really yeah. cheap and zanty. So, let's say we start drinking in the hotel about eight o'clock. We start getting ready and that we're ready for like nine and then we'll just chill in the hotel till let's say 11. Yeah. Or maybe half 10 that night since it was the first night. Uh, then we go to Sin City and just get absolutely shit-faced. And then we <laughs> lose, uh, at one point, I think we lose Dave. Dave, yeah. And then yeah. we, when you're like, you're in a bad way for lack of a better term. And I'm thinking, right, I need to take him back to the room to make sure he's all right. I'll give him a water. I'll give him something to eat. So then when we're walking back, we uh, see the McDonald's and we see a pizza place and we see Dave in McDonald's talking to some girls and we're like, oh, well, go on, Dave. So then we go to the pizza, get pizza for uh, Marcus. And then uh, by the time we go back to the room, Dave is with these two girls in the room. And uh, well, let's just say we ruined it for the him with them. And uh, Dave's talking to these two girls. And we obviously, I'm drunk and Marcus is there. Uh, pretty much unconscious and stuff at this point. So we go in and uh, Dave is trying to do what he, uh, Dave's trying to do, let's say. Then I just <laughs> throw Marcus on the bed and be like, you're going to sleep. And then uh, Marcus, so I'm just annoying these girls just to uh, be a dick for the lack of a better term. And Marcus just lies on the bed and is instantly sick all over the floor. <laughs> So in front of these two girls that I've just met and immediately start annoying, I have to get the shower out from the bathroom and start trying to find a drain to put Marcus's sick in. And I'm like, given the fact this that we've only been there for about five hours at this point in Zanti, I'm like, why have I come on holiday with these two? <laughs> it's five, it's 12 o'clock. I would normally not even, like, you don't even go to a nightclub in Edinburgh at that time. But um, so yeah, we uh, so he goes to sleep and then me and Dave go back out 
uh, Dave was surprisingly okay with uh, the fact that we uh, screwed up his night. So me and Dave go back out and just enjoy ourselves. I don't think there's any brilliant memories from that night, to be honest, but it was just a... Uh, I think you just got back for about six, you said. Yeah, the only thing I remember is from that night specifically is you just being in a bad way and uh, us screwing up. Screwing up considering, considering, though, actually, I think I woke up quite fresh next morning. I'm sure it's the first night, Greg. I woke up and I said, let's go for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, I remember I was battered you. <laughs> so I'm hungover as hell on my bed. A single bed as well, so it's not exactly like we're in comfort. It's a three-person room. So I'm hungover to hell, and you wake me up at like eight o'clock in the morning and be like, lads, we go for breakfast? Then I just go mental, like, you can shut the fuck up and get back to sleep. <laughs> but anyway, I think we'll, we'll move on slightly, Greg. So um, another thing... I, I've not been to many concerts um, and kind of gig, gigs and stuff. And I found out there was a, a big, big, no big name playing. Um, <laughs> and, and basically, um, I'll, I'll kind of give you the a little clue. His, his main track, which has been a massive hit, is called Sorry. Which is probably um, the song of which, the summer, to be fair. Which was probably the song of the summer. So, um, Leon, uh, big name, we, we, uh, I had to get a photo of Mr. Joe Corey. Right, um, so going back a step, because I feel like you are skipping over how much you were talking about him. Right, so <laughs> I think we found out on day two that Joe Corey was playing, and we were like, right, okay, he's got a few good songs, or I think he only had one or two at this point. Now he's obviously got more, but um, so we saw Joe Corey was playing. Marcus talked about him so much, we made it a drinking game. So whenever he talked about Joe Corey or played Joe Corey, we had to down our drink, no matter what was in it. So obviously we... Uh, when Marcus figured out this was a drinking game we were playing, like when we were on the balcony and this came on, me and Dave just magically tanned our drink. And Marcus was obviously able to figure out the fact that whenever that song comes on, we're down in our drinks or whenever he says his name, we're down in our drinks. So I think Marcus just took it to the extreme and was like, I'm just going to say his name constantly just to try and get these guys pushed. And it worked. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, going to Joe Corey night. Go on, Marcus. So yeah, Joe Corey... Um... I as, as soon as I arrived, the guy was um, actually n- near. He was near the bar, and he um, I had 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 to get a photo with him. I had to get a photo. So yeah, you definitely got a photo. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, that night. I remember Dave was uh, so we were all separate from each other at some point that night. So I, I remember there was like a podium kind of thing with like a dance floor, and obviously there was a main dance floor as well. So I was on top of this podium with uh, random people. Uh, you were queuing to get a selfie with Joe Corey and then uh, Dave was at the bar and he said to someone since he was lost like he lost me and he lost Marcus he said to someone he's like if I give you five euros will you uh, or no he said will you if I buy you a drink will you stay with me until I find my mates and <laughs> the guy said yeah that's of course that's fine you're sounding that and then he took your drink and I just walked away so uh, Dave got screwed out a drink and was being really nice to the guy as well so it's not even like he was being a dick or anything, so I don't understand why that uh, happened. To be fair, but hey, I think Joe. I think Dave might have been slightly mugged off. To be fair, yeah, he definitely was. This might be one of my best nights of my life. I'm not gonna lie. This was just hilarious. Uh, there are so many brilliant stories for this night. Uh, would you like to start off? And you can either say the story about me, or I can say the story about you. You can. Well, I'll say, I'll say two kind of two things. Um, the first one was I made you do a shot of absinthe. Yes, that was fucking terrible. 
Uh, which, if, if the viewers don't know, it's 15 shots of sours in one shot. Yeah, 80%. It's basically like drinking paint thinner. Ugh. Uh, another thing I'll remember is uh, when I stood on the bench. Yep, that's the two stories, right? Should you say the story about the absinthe and I say the story about the bench? Um, I'll say one absence just now. So, um, so I said I said to Greg as an idea. I thought I've heard of the shot called absinthe, and Greg said um, oh, I don't think it's a good idea. And I said, well, let's just do it anyway. Um, and I don't know how I, I took it like an absolute boss. I just put it down me really. <laughs> yeah, you did. Like literally, like it was water. Um, and Mr. Yeah. Greg, the Greg. Um, had a slight problem with his uh, the fluids inside his body, um, <laughs> and he actually spewed unfortunately all over the bar. <laughs> but what's what's really strange is is if you did a nightclub in Edinburgh, um, you'd be thrown out straight away. Um, the guy in Zan- the bartender in Santi just um, just said to said to Greg, uh, "What are you doing, buddy?" And he said, "Sorry." And then it was that was it basically, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, it did not go down well. I must say, literally. Uh... So obviously I had drunk a great amount at this point, and then I was like, uh, oh, right, I'll just do it because Marcus is wanting to do it. I have to do it. Like, I can't be a shite bag, effectively. So I'll do the shot of absinthe, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, as soon as it hits my throat, I'm like, I need this out of my system. Like, normally I'd obviously try and run for the bathroom or something like that, but I was just like, I can't. So I just literally, the guy was, oh, thankfully I don't think it went on the guy, but yeah, I just spewed all over the bar top in the pub, and I was like, that is embarrassing, but... Oh, well, around the club, like along the, all the walls, there's like benches just so people can sit down if they need to or that. But obviously, since it's a nightclub, everyone's just standing up. Um, but we used to say to stand on top of the benches and like look around the club and dance on top so people can like, so we're like basically standing on a table for the lack of a better term. And for the viewers, I, I, um, I wasn't just standing where you put your, you kind of where you sit down. <laughs> I was standing on the, the very top of the bench where you kind of, your back leans onto. Yeah. Yeah. So you were leaning on the back of the chair and, uh, or standing on the back of the chair, sorry. And what yeah. we didn't know was these were foldable. So Marcus stands on the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> so given them, bear in mind, there's probably a couple thousand people in this club, would you say, Marcus? I think that's putting it lightly. Yeah. So Marcus stands on top of this foldable chair that's just wooden, so it's not like it's metal or anything like that. So he stands on the top of it, and then the chair folds under him. And Marcus just hits the deck immediately. The whole club generally, it felt like they generally turned the music off and everyone just stared at Marcus, hit the deck. So normally if you see someone hit the deck, it's because they get punched or something like that. But Marcus just fell off the chair. <laughs> then due to the embarrassment he immediately runs out the club and me and Ben the guy we met over there just started pissing ourselves like I think Marcus was outside by himself like waiting for us for about yeah, 5 sure or 10 minutes pub, like 2 minutes later but then yeah. happened yeah I remember I thought yeah I think you may have came in because we were taking that long like we were taking so long to go out or him to come back in he had to come back in and be like, we need to leave. Because <laughs> me and Ben were just laughing for the, about five minutes consecutively. Yeah. Oh, it was hilarious. 
like did it was everything. It was the fact that a obviously you were you could tell you weren't a hurt. B it was just hilarious in general, and C it was all the noises. It was uh, the fact there's a huge crowd and stuff like that. Oh, it was hilarious. Oh, <laughs> and then yeah, also yeah. also move on. Um, so after after we kind of left there, um. We went. I think. I think we may have gone somewhere else, maybe to a bar. Yeah. We um, on, on the way, on the way home, um, it was as if there was a light switch that went on because Greg got re- somehow just his. He just got very, very drunk. Um, to the <laughs> stage where I told him we need to go home because I think it was quite late. And um, one of the in Zante, obviously, it's a, it's a big kind of culture for drinking. Um, there was these kind of paramedics on the actual strip. They just make sure if anyone's too drunk, they um, they take them in for the night in hospital. Um, but what they do is they usually charge you about 400 euros. Um, so basically what happened was, is the paramedics came over to Greg and said, you need to come with us, buddy. Um, and I, w- I was not having Greg having 400, well, 400 euros um, taken off him. So what I did was I completely shoved uh, the paramedic at the way and told you to start running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed that I did start running. I'm not gonna lie, because <laughs> well, you did you did fall over the curb. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, I remember waking up the next day in agony, not due to the hangover, just because my body was in so much pain. I do remember you you doing car doing four uh, rolls down the stairs. Yeah, that was what I was just about to go on to. Was apparently in the street I was doing roly polies and forward rolls, uh, but um. Yes, yeah, so we're doing. I was doing forward rolls in the street as well when I was running away from the guys. Uh, but uh, yeah, even in the hotel, I remember at one point I was doing a forward roll and it was like a marble effect floor. So it wasn't marble because obviously marble costs a fortune. So it was a marble effect floor, which was really hard. So I decide one night when I'm drunk, I'm going to do a roly poly down the stairs, which are made of marble. <laughs> I think that. Uh, Summarizes how drunk you get in these kind of places, but I think I think what you did was you you actually, um, Greg, I think you actually roly polyed down the stairs, and then the guy at the reception just looked at you in a weird way. <laughs> did he not even care at all? He didn't care. I think he, I'm sure he turned around and said he enjoyed your holiday voice. <laughs> yeah, that sounds a bit right. But the uh, cost or the not the costume, the t-shirt that I bought, Dave. Well, as, as you said, Greg is, um, I was just going to say for the viewers, Greg is very, um, very happy about his body. So he's got a very, a very good V as well. And he, he likes to, uh, he likes to show it off. Um, so he, he, and before we went to Zante, he was working very hard in the gym. Um, no, first of all, I bought this as a like joke present for Dave. And... I wore it because I can have the body to wear it. And I think Dave was saying, I don't think he's happy walking about with this on. So for context, it was an aluminous yellow crop top made for men, which was see-through. So when I was wearing it, you could see like my stomach and all that. You could see my nipples. Oh, it was too small as well. Size, yeah. size small. And obviously yeah, it was a size are, small yeah. and I'm six foot three or something like that. So uh, it looks kind of ridiculous on me. So, yeah, Dave, I bought this for Dave. I said to him, I was like, hey, if I buy you something off ASOS, will you 100% wear it? He was like, oh, that's so nice of you. Because he thought I was being serious. Like, maybe I'd buy him an outfit or something like that to wear over there. And uh, so he says, yeah, yeah, like a shirt or something like that. Just a nice, something nice. But obviously that's not 
what guys do to each other. So I bought him a, a luminous yellow crop top with to see through. I think it's mesh was the word. Yeah. But yeah. When we were there, I said to him, I was like, so are you going to put it on your present? And he was like, no way. Why would I do that? That's not funny. I'm like, it is funny. Like, as soon as I put it on. So to make it worthwhile, uh, we went to uh, Sin City one night. I think it probably was day four or five. So we're probably naturally onto this anyway. So we went there and I decided I'm going to wear it for like an hour or two. So I walk into Sin City and genuinely there must have been about a million different girls come up to me and start talking to me because I'm wearing this. And then um, Dave was like, for fuck's sake, I should have worn it and you had all this attention. And um, so, yeah, that was fun. But at the same time, it was so embarrassing. Like uh, walking about, I was like scared to show my nipples. So I was like covering my hands. On my nipples. <laughs> another thing, another thing taking take, take into account, Dave, is um, you, uh, we'll just we'll just say Dave is, um, uh, Greg might be six foot three, but uh, Dave has got a slightly bigger chest. Um, so uh, basically, Greg, Greg, when he wore the wore the top, when it, it would just it probably just come above just above his um belly button. But if if Dave was wearing this top, it'd be like him when he was wearing a bra. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> so as well, what was brilliant with one, one of these nights, uh, so every night, whenever we were by the pool, uh, there was a happy hour thing that we'd done. And the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the happy hour, the waitress was always the same person because obviously she worked for the hotel bar. And stuff yeah, like I remember that. she said something, cra- said, said something crazy that, um, just for the viewers that know, um, in, in Zante, with the kind of... Um, with the job roles, you, you're there for sort of three months. They never have a day off. They work every single day. Yeah. Um, remember the to- lady told us. So, um, but just speaking about the happy hour, if you want to, you can go on to Greg, that's easier. Yeah, that was, that's right. So uh, we'll go on to that later because there's something that's funny about that um, story. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, the happy hour, I think it was like five drinks, five like vodka Cokes or something like that, or it was a different vodka, which was really annoying. So, well, go on to the individual drinks because this was a really annoying thing that you talk about this. Yeah. So I think the first drink was like a vodka Coke and you're like, great, vodka Coke, that's a drink everyone likes. Then it was a vodka cranberry. So you couldn't have the same drink twice. You're like, why is this an option? Like, why would I want to change drink every drink? So then the third drink, drink, yeah, then the third drink was like a vodka Red Bull. And you're like, why am I changing like the mixer every time? It doesn't make any sense. The worst one, Greg, was a vodka... Um, orange squash oh yeah that was disgusting and also I think it's worth mentioning how strong they were like I would say it's 50% vodka and 50% like for the viewers that are listening it's, it's probably I least... it's a, like I would say the glass if it was like a normal double is a normal double here I would say it was like a five five times alcohol like five pours of alcohol would you say yeah, well, if you if you look at a shot, Greg, it's twenty five mils. You're you're talking. Yeah, yeah. I would say about one twenty five of straight vodka, and then the rest mixer. Yeah. And then, yeah, you're talking probably probably close to almost half the whole um, glass. Yeah, yeah. With when you add the ice, I'd probably say it was about a half. Yeah, so it was strong, and yeah, the fact that as Marcus said, that was orange squash was one of them, and these just random drinks. But anyway, so, uh, and then at the end of that, I think you also got a shot or something like that as well. And a fishbowl, and it was only 10 euros each, which is obviously brilliant. Yeah. 
but uh, so the massive fishbowl, which was generally about three or four liters as well. So there was a, a few brilliant clips of these uh, just by the pool. I remember the first night. So uh, we, or not the first night, the first night we'd done this. So it probably was the first night or the second night or something. And we, uh, I think it was like four or five o'clock. So, so that's when we started to drink properly. Like we might have a few beers throughout the day or like a couple of uh, gins or something like I like to have. So we start drinking about four or five o'clock. Then we start getting ready in the hotel room at like six or seven, as I said earlier. But um, So we have that. And then we go up to the bar at like five, let's say. And the woman says, I say, can I get a happy hour? And she's like, what the hell? Why are you having a happy hour now? Like, that's so strange. And I'm like, because by the time we finish this, it'll be like half six, let's say. Like all these drinks. Yeah, half six, seven o'clock. Yeah, yeah so by... got, yeah, it's probably about half six. Seven o'clock, and then you go uh, It was even what was strange is I think I'm sure it was it was called happier, but we, I think we had do we have an hour to do it. We'd have less. Nah, I think you were allowed as long as you wanted. To be fair, yeah, I'm not entirely sure to be though fair though. I could be wrong. I think it was I think it was five five. It was meant to be happy hour, but I think it was five. You've got five five drinks you're allowed to have. But it was only you're only a, like you had to order the five drinks within an hour, and they could have yeah, a long. Yeah, I think that might have been it. Yeah. Yeah, so going back to the happy hour women, I remember one night we were having happy hour and then she it was just us by the pool this night and then she uh, we ordered... Oh, I'll actually, I'll tell a story about uh, Dave first. So you're on holiday, you think like you'd order, let's say, a pizza, a cheeseburger or like a Greek salad or something that's actually local or something like that or like yeah. something fun or like adventurous for like a better term. Uh, Dave at the hotel restaurant or like pool area bar, he decided to order a cheese toasty and a baked potato. I'm like, you're in Greece and you're ordering a baked potato and that. It's like, this seems quite weird. <laughs> then after that, the woman hated Dave. Like, I remember he was, I remember some nights when we were trying to order. So like, well, obviously we normally just take a turn each and say, you go get tonight's. I will sit here. And then uh, Dave was actually scared to go order from her because he was like, she doesn't like me, and I don't even know why. But she doesn't fair, like me. I think I think, I think um, he did catch her at a bad time because what we didn't understand is um, I can't remember the lady's name. Was it was it I Maria? Have no or idea. Well, just call her can't Maria. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm sure it was Maria. But she she was um, as I said she was a lovely she was a lovely um, yeah bar bartender. But the, the problem was I think that Dave, Dave um, you know she she was actually the only person running the bar, and I'm sure she had about six or seven orders of food. And then Dave yeah, said, and drink as well. Yeah, Dave came up to the bar and said, um, I'll put his order through. And she said, Can you wait just now? And he started telling her to hurry up, I think. Oh, really? I never knew that. But yeah, that that makes sense to me. I'm not going to lie. I think that's why he was basically almost banned from the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, that was entertaining though. But yeah. She seemed, so... to get on, she seemed to get on with you very well. And then yeah. I, remember <laughs> she, she said, um, I think you said, I'm sure you said to her, um, I'm actually a DJ. And then um, you start <laughs> you start, Greg, Greg has a very, Greg is, I'm sure we'll do this in another podcast. Greg is a very, very strong um, heart supporter. Um, and he decided that he wanted to um, kind of kind of show his support for hearts and um, thought it would be a great idea to put on um, some hearts, heart songs. So um, well, this is by the pool. In the middle of Zanny, so, so with, yeah. with 20 other people, probably more than 20 people, round the pool. I oh, just start playing I'd heart songs. Easy, 
Yeah, I just sit her playing heart songs and then um then as well I just like mix up in between actual like real songs to make it look genuine so she didn't turn it off. She was sometimes she was like, These songs are great, and then when I played the heart song, I don't even think she complained and I was like, This is great, I'm just getting away with playing the heart song. Here, I think so. we went from yeah, yes, I yes, I, I can do it. <laughs> Joe Joe Corey to Goggy Rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was entertaining. And then you can never walk alone with some big Liverpool song as well. <laughs> yeah, Liverpool sounds like. But um, yeah, another thing when you were saying about she was liking me, I remember there was a great story as well where she, uh, I don't know if you remember this. So she went out one night and then obviously had no sleep when she was going back to the bar. Yeah. And she uh, had no sleep. And then she she said to us, she was like, do you want anything before I shut up? Because I'm just going to have a little rest. And then we were like, oh, she, she might just go up to our room, have like a 20-minute nap or something, then come back down. No. So we are the only people by the pool at this point. She comes over and starts sitting on my uh, sunbed. And I'm like, okay, that's strange. And then she says to me, uh, oh, I'm so tired and stuff. Uh, can you give me a massage? And naturally, I'm like, this is strange, given the fact that A, you work in the hotel, and B, the fact she was like 35, 40, would you say, Marcus? She was quite. She was quite good looking for age, though. Yeah, she definitely was. But hearing your hotel like barmaid, for lack of a better term, come up to you and ask for a massage, whilst like I'm like, okay, but then I think I'm just Girl, like, Girl, oh. you, you were in. You were in. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? What can I say, Marcus? You were definitely the favourite. Uh, uh, yeah, that's the best way to say it. I was going to say shoot as he scores. I didn't even shoot and I scored. But uh, yeah, I never actually done anything with her just due to her age. But yeah, I think he was, I said... he was working. He was working wonders for the barmaid. <laughs> she got to see me in that uh, crop top, so she was very <laughs> <Yeah>. happy. <laughs> so uh, we just annoyed Dave since he was uh, lying in bed so much. We just start to annoy him, and uh, <laughs> I think we annoyed him very much. So like, there's some. Uh, so we come in. So this is one thing I didn't understand about Dave. Was uh, you can try? I don't know if you can help me on this. Obviously, I've talked about this to you before, Marcus. But so, if bear in mind how loud Zanti is, and our hotel was on the strip, so the loudest place in the whole of Zanti. So they've stayed in bed for like 45 hours straight, let's say. So at like seven o'clock at night, when we start getting ready, we leave at 10. He was like, Oh, I'm just gonna try and get to sleep, and we were like. How are you ever going to get to sleep when it's this loud? Like, I don't think he thought like. I'll lead on on with that. I mean, I I managed, as I said on the first night, um, I think I got the best night's sleep, even though I passed out. (laughs) Yeah, no, but I feel Um, like even like the time that you were, you were in a state that you wouldn't have even heard anything, if you know what I mean. I'd say, say in Zante, if you want to go to bed, you better better just go to bed at six in the morning when everything's going to (laughs) shut. Yeah. yeah, 100%. You can't or even, even sleeping during the day because if you try to go to bed in Zante at 10, 10 p.m., um, which, you know, a normal time for human beings, some people, I, I usually go to bed by about kind of maybe 12-ish, um, yeah. is the busy, busiest time and you just can't sleep. So, um, yeah, as, as as Greg just mentioned, um, it wasn't very a sensible option for Dave to be going to bed at 10 p.m. Yeah, like um, when we came in, he was normally still awake and we are like, so why did you not just come out? And he was like, because it would make me more tired. I'm like, yeah, but at least you would have enjoyed yourself. You would have had like a better time. 
And then when we came in, obviously we were really drunk, so you weren't exactly uh, being nice today, for lack of a better term. So like, there's videos uh, where me and Marcus, there's a water bottle next to him. So we just keep adding <laughs> water bottles onto his head until it falls off. So Dave was trying to sleep. And we just put a water bottle on his head and see how long we can keep it there for. So like balancing a use an art, yeah, balancing it. So we just start counting in the hotel room. We just put it on his head and then we go one, two, three, four. Oh, I moved. <laughs> then at one point I think he got so angry, he just threw the bottle away and uh, he hurriedly got it back. But um another another highlight, I think I say. Um, you know, we, we all had a, as I said, or as we kind of said already, um, we've all had our ups and downs. And with, with the whole day, the first night, obviously, I passed out. We had the night where, um, as we talked about already, when Craig nearly got taken away by the hospital people. Um, <laughs> the, the high, another one, another highlight I have to say was there was one night when Dave went missing. Me, me and Greg were like, Where's Dave gone? He's been gone for a few hours. Um, we get back to the hotel and say to reception, um, Have you seen our friend Dave? Um, and we go up to the hotel room and all we see is Dave passed out in the bed with two boxes of chicken nuggets and pizza <laughs> and slices pizza, in his, yeah. in his, on his duvet. Um, and I remember the, hi- the highlight was we woke up the next morning and Dave decided just to start content- eating oh, the chicken nuggets. Yeah. yeah um, that was disgusting, I'm not going to lie. Yes. Um, yeah, so one night uh, we had a few other boys around in the hotel that we met. And we'll go on to that in a minute, because I've got a point to make about this, which is quite weird. But, um, so yeah, we were, um, so we had the boys' room one night. The boys' room sounds weird, but you know what I mean? So like, we were having a few drinks yeah, in our just, hotel room. Just, just before you get on that, just before you get on that, Greg, I, we'll just explain what we mean by that. So me, me and Greg, um, we basically, as we said, we met, we met, we met Ben over there. We became very friends. We also met someone called um, Andy Andrew, who we called Andy. Um, and yeah, it was towards the end of the holiday, and we just we just, we just became friends with them. So they, they were just part of the kind of um, our kind of groups. So we just yeah, they're, they're the boys basically. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we were uh, having name round for a drink before we went out because obviously you have a few drinks before you go out. Yeah. So uh, we were sitting on the balcony with them and just having the drinks, and then the girls shout over to us like, "Shut the fuck up!" Because we were trying to get ready and stuff, and like we obviously since we were just across from us since we were friends with them we just uh, kept making uh, jokes with each other and stuff like that so um we were I remember that. the laser pen as well yeah that yeah yeah they were really annoyed about that but yeah so at one point I said something like Marcus shut up you're boring or something like that and then they said Greg you come over here and have drinks with us and leave them all by themselves so I'm like so I think I was because I was on the way to the shop. I think that's when they said it, and I was like, "How am I going to do that? Imagine the amount of abuse I would get on the way back." So I remember I came back in, and I was like, "They've told me to go over there and have drinks with them." So I'm like, "I'll go over to say hello, then I'll come back." And I was like, "So I felt like that was the most diplomatic way." Yeah, and I remember. I remember we our balcony was right opposite their balcony, so we could see them yeah. all the time, um, and. I'm sure you went over to the balcony and you waved and said, hi, guys, came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I pretty much walked into the room. I was like, this is really clean. <laughs> back to the night with uh, Sarah and, what did you say, Lucy? Sarah and Lucy, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that night there was a deal on across from us and it was uh, as much you can drink for three hours for 10 euros. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember much of this night, I'm not going to lie. But I know Dave was in a worse situation. So we walked in. We obviously walk in. We're like, show them their band. And then um, we go up and they say, we order our drinks. So we say, like, two Jaeger bombs each and, let's say, two vodka Cokes. And they're like, no, you're only allowed the drinks that are pre-made. So they just have, like, about a thousand <laughs> vodka cranberries already made. So I think me and Dave grab about four. I think you grab about two. So I think we were like, we are going to take the absolute piss here. Uh, <laughs> then I I don't remember a thing from that night apart from when we left. Like, uh, yeah, I don't even think. For example, um, I think there was I think there was only about two or three drinks. So I think you're right. The vodka Cambrai, and there was only like, I think it was only vodka Red Bull or vodka Coke. There was only about two or three drinks that were actually on order. Um, and I said to the women at the bar because you could hardly because obviously there was. The music was very loud and it was actually quite dark. I was in the nightclub. Um, and I just said, Is that is that a vodka cranberry? was just like, just take any drink. So <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't the very it was yeah, it was a free bar for two hours, but you, you didn't have any choice, you just picked up any drink. So you had to make you had to be very careful that and I, I think the drink it was also I don't think it was vodka, it was just some sort of chemical as well. Yeah, it probably was, but yeah, I got absolutely shit faced so quickly. I remember next yeah. to nothing. <laughs> the only things I start to remember yeah, is I remember, I remember at 2pm I don't really remember I, remember I think I wasn't as bad as you but I think at 2pm you, could, you couldn't see <laughs> yeah yeah. I remember when we left though that's when this story gets interesting was uh, so we leave and then we are ready to go to somewhere else because I think it was only as you say about 2 o'clock at night at this point so we're like we'll go somewhere else we'll enjoy our night more we're with, with the girls and stuff we lost Dave at this point, sorry. We lost Dave. <laughs> and then we lose Dave and we're like thinking, where the hell is he? So we're like, oh, right. Well, he must either be by himself or he must have found a group to go and drink with. So we're like, oh, okay, that'll do. But at least he'll be fine. So we're walking along to go to another pub. And all you hear is Dave singing songs. And we're like, oh God, that's not a great sign. So he's literally outside a club grabbing onto people like by their neck singing this song and they're like what the fuck so we grab them and we're like Dave are you okay and like are you making sure you're okay and then we were like Dave you're too drunk you need to go back to the room and the girls were like we'll chum you we'll make sure you get settled in and, and like fall asleep and stuff like that and Dave's yeah. like fuck off I'm not going back to the room so we're like mm -hmm. no Dave you are so we pretty much drag him to the room and uh, throw him on the bed and we're like Dave you're going to sleep and you're staying here like we're taking the key and if you we're not going to let you back in effectively because you're like you need to stay here so i remember we waited there for ages for him to fall asleep but before that uh with the girls <laughs> i was furious at him at this point because the girls were trying to help us and he was trying to help him at the end of the day but um so the girls are trying to like tuck him into bed basically and then she said you're staying here don't worry well make sure you're okay we've got your water we've got your food and stuff like that so you've got everything you need and then she, uh, Dave decided to go mental and say, uh, you're not my fucking mum and stuff like that, <laughs> which was funny, but at the same time, I was furious. And then one of the girls responded was not, like... Did she not take his phone off him? Yeah. No, I think she just like said, I'm putting your phone on charge or something. So yeah. So she was trying to be nice again, but then Dave was going crazy. And then I think Dave genuinely got scared of her when she shouted back at him. Because she was like, shut the fuck up, 
I'm trying to help you here. I'll batter you if not, basically. <laughs> Which is a brilliant story. But uh, I remember the next morning we had to go make an apologise. Yeah. Like, we, he woke up in the morning and he was like, what happened? And he, we were like, you need to go apologise to him right now. And like... Uh, I just go, if you just go over that, the whole holiday was a, was a really... I thought it was a fantastic experience. So I really yeah, enjoyed it. Definitely. Uh, and just being with your being with your mates on holiday was a it was a very kind of fun experience and something I would definitely um definitely like to do again. I'm just double checking just now. I remember before we left I lost my phone. So I only had a tablet with me. And then so Dave <laughs> do you remember that story what happened to Dave's phone? Yeah, in the water, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Right, so we'll go back to the boat when we're renting the boat. Uh, Dave was, as we mentioned, he was feeling really hungover and stuff like that. So he said, is it okay if we drive the boat back and I get out and you just, so I get a taxi back to the hotel? We were like, right, okay, whatever. So uh, Dave jumps out the boat with his phone in pocket and jumps in the water. We don't think anything of it, like... Uh, we then we go back to the hotel room and Dave says, Oh, my phone's not charging. I wonder where that is. And then I start thinking, I'm like, Did you not jump out the boat with your phone in your pocket? And he was like, Yeah, what's the problem? And I'm like, You just got water all in your phone, like from the sea, and you were in it for a long time. Cause I think he had to like swim like 10 or 20 meters from like the boat port, basically. So yeah, he just dived in the sea with his phone in his pocket. But <laughs> summarizes Dave. Really I think we'll kind of we'll kind of round off the end of this podcast. Um, so, um, is there anything else you want to mention at all, Greg? No, I think uh, as you say, just hopefully COVID goes away, so we can get on another one and have uh, some more funny stories to say. And uh, just just before we round off the podcast, um, me and Greg were thinking Zante twenty twenty five, but I think I think hope, hopefully fingers crossed it will either be um, towards the end of this year or possibly into twenty twenty two. Not twenty twenty two. Yeah, even if, no, exactly. I'm happy so, to go to somewhere even like Poland to be fair I don't really care where we go as long as I get to go away no no exactly exactly I'd prefer so, um, Zanti but alright like beef up but hey so Greg but, yeah. I'll give you um, I'll, I'll let you do the kind of the final words for the no, end of the podcast no you go ahead I started it you need to just that's fine um, just so thanks thanks very much for the viewers for listening um, as I said we're happy to um, happy to leave if, if anyone wants any sort of a uh, if they've got any comments about the podcast or um, any extra kind of information they'd, um, they'd like or any other guests on, just feel free to drop us a message. Oh, uh, over and out. Thanks, guys. All right, catch. Bye.